Okay, so tier one, in no particular order. Um, ready? Wait, what do you mean no particular? Okay, order? fine. In in rough order. Yeah, rough order. How many teams? Five. Okay. Boston and Milwaukee, two best teams in basketball. Correct. As far as I'm concerned. Um, and immediately it gets tough. This is based on how they played so far this year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go New Orleans, then Phoenix, then Cleveland. And that's the top five. And I think that's the correct top five. These are not obviously who are the five teams that I would pick as my five most likely teams to emerge as championship contenders. Um, I don't think the Suns, as currently constituted, are a realistic championship contender. I don't think the Cavs are a realistic championship contender. And sorry to your beloved New Orleans Hornets. I don't believe the the Pelicans. I, I, Pelicans, not Hornets. Excuse me. The Pelicans are a realistic championship contender. I think based on the season right now, these have been the five teams that have separated themselves. And you could look at record. Um, more importantly, I want to look at net rating. And the question that I was going to ask you before you rudely interrupted me is, am I doing a disservice to the Celtics by not putting them in their own tier? And I think the answer is yes. The Celtics have a 9.2 net rating. They are first in, not only are they first in the sport by, um, or in offensive rating, they are miles and miles and miles ahead of the second best highest scoring team in the league, which is actually a tie between Phoenix and Utah right now. The difference between the Celtics and those two teams in terms of how much they score is the same as the difference between uh, the second ranked Phoenix Suns uh, and the 12th ranked Portland Trailblazers. Uh, 3.6. You're right. Wow. Jeez. It's actually a little bit bigger and it's a hair. It's a hair bigger. So you, you, I mean, the Celtics are just, they're they're doing things that no team has ever done in terms of how much they're scoring. And by the way, defensively, they're all the way up to ninth. They were, you know, skulking around in the teens for most of this year, and they're putting it together. And I would not be surprised to see them as a top five defense uh, before too long. They're less than a point per hundred possessions away from being a top five defense. So, I think they're in their own tier. So it's actually better off that I rudely interrupted you because. My first thought when you listed the tiers and listed this tier was like, the Celtics are in a tier of their own, aren't they? And that would be that would be my thought. So if you want to have a sub tier of so the then, Celtics by themselves. So then this gives us a great chance to say which of the other four teams has the best chance of joining the Celtics the next time we do these in approximately a month. And of the Pelicans, the Cavs, the Suns and the Bucks. Um, shockingly, I'm going to take the Bucks. Um, the Bucks only have a 4.9 uh, net rating right now, which is fifth in the league. They are, I'm going to pull it up right now, but I have to think that they are either at the top or very close to the top in uh, cleaning the glasses. Um, wins, it's like extra wins metric. I, I don't know how they phrase it, but it's basically like based on a team's scoring margin, are they. Do they have more wins than they should, or do they have less wins that they should? And yeah, sure enough, Milwaukee is fourth in that metric. They are basically outpacing their point differential 
by almost two wins. So they're 18 and six. They should probably be more like 16 and eight. That's still very good, you know, um, but it's just not it's not 18 and six, which is the, the second best record in the league. When is Chris Middleton due back? He's back. Oh, he's back. Yeah, Chris okay. Middleton's back. I mean, he's look, it's it's early. Um, he needs to get his get his sea legs under him to borrow a, a commonly used Mitchell Robinson term. Uh, you know, he's been back for he he was came back against the Lakers. He sat out the next game because it was the second night of a back to back, and then he's played against the Magic and the Kings. Um, you know, he was like one for eleven his second game against the Magic. He yeah. scored fourteen points the other night. Uh, I, I mean, he'll be fine, but I, I don't think they're going to push him. That being said, I still think. Like I was looking at uh, five man lineup data the other day, and uh, just like the top twenty five most used five man lineups in the league, one of which is is um, Milwaukee's most commonly used starting lineup. Their defensive rating is like ninety four or some some such obscene thing. Like they're 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 the best defense in the league. Um, we should just say that, uh, and or excuse me, second best defense in the league. Cleveland passed them barely, but they're like. It's it's them, the Cavs, and the Pelicans, one, two, three, in a in a tight group amongst the best defenses. Everybody else is far behind. I love the Bucs. I think the Bucs are gonna be fine. I think the better question to ask you is over under one and a half teams join the Celtics at any point in that top tier. I mean that ceiling I, tier, if you want to call it that. Here's the problem. I don't see a team in the East doing it. And the West, I'm like, who, like, that's the thing is like, we're sitting here and like, again, this is going to come off as disrespect to your beloved Pelicans. I'm sitting here and I'm talking about the Pelicans being the best team in the West. Like, that's, that speaks more to me about the West than it does about the Pelicans. No, that's exactly right. The, the Pelicans, having the season they're having and being where they are in the standings is very much a commentary on how much parity the Western conference is and that there's no Celtics. There's no team that separated themselves from the rest of the pack. And I would, I would be curious about Cleveland potentially joining the, the, these two teams. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to go as far as to say that they will. I I'm curious to see how the rest of their season goes. They, have a, a very high offensive ceiling and that you will need that against the Boston Celtics. And they've the time that they played them this year, they matched up really well and beat the Celtics. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I look, we'll see. Um, I, <sighs> I think the, the difference is that if we're putting Milwaukee in the tier, it's because we think either or right. There's no scenario if we put Cleveland in that tier that they're not third, which means they probably should be in the tier below. Yeah. So hold on. I still have to give you a team. So I think the Bucks will be the most likely candidate to jump up a tier in terms of those those other three mm-hmm. Suns, Cavs, Pelicans. I mm, that's tough. Which of those three is most like would be most likely for me to drop down a tier? I, I have to I gotta say, honestly. I think it's gonna be the Pelicans. If I had to pick one, I don't feel great about it, but it's just because I have to think a couple of these teams in the West are going to get on a run. 
you know, and we'll talk about a few of them in the next tier down, but like, I, I just, I'm still not, I'm still not as much a believer in the Pelicans as I probably should be. It, they're in prove it mode. They're probably like what the Grizzlies were last year, where all year we were waiting for a team to pass them. And then, oh, what do you know? They got 56 wins. And then we get to the playoffs I, and Ja gets hurt. And that's all she wrote. I mean, statistically, there are only two teams in the league that have an elite offense and an elite defense, and it's the Celtics and the Pelicans. So I, I recognize that. And I recognize that, that like, they're the indicators for a drop off coming are, are not there. Um, I, I don't know. When is Chris Paul coming back? And Chris Paul's wh- back. Chris okay. Paul played the other night. Oh, he played Boston. That's right. In the yeah. blowout. Okay. Yeah. But like, again, Chris Paul, Chris Paul this year. That's what I'm saying. Is that a good thing that Chris Paul's back? Well, he's averaging nine points a game <laughs> and he's shooting 36% from the field. He played 24 minutes the other night. He scored four points. There it is. 42 effective field goal percentage. He's having, I mean, by far the worst season of his career. It's just a matter of, so, okay. So you're, to be, you're to saying, be clear, 11 games, but that would be the team where it's like, all right, did they max out last year? The, the Suns. I'm not so, saying that they, they can't like be a 50 win team, host a playoff series, but are they more likely to end up in the tier below where it's like, all right, Solid regular season team. Don't see them coming out of the West. So I think the more, the better question about the Suns than Chris Paul is when's Cam Johnson coming back? Now, Cam Johnson had uh, surgery on November 9th. That is exactly one month ago. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was said he was going to miss one to two months. It's one month. So if he's coming back soon and like... You know, they still got the, the Crowder thing hanging out there. December 15th is less than a week away. Is that what the Suns have been waiting for to move Crowder? We don't know. I it's I can't believe I'm saying this because, again, this is talk about me down in the Pelicans. The team, my Pelicans over the last two years has been the Suns, the team that I'm doubted. I'm done doubting the Suns, at least as a regular season team that will eventually figure their shit out. And I think the fact that, like, they got their asses handed to them by the Celtics the other night really did a number on uh, their net rating. They're now down to the fourth. I think they're, they've been better than that for most of the the year. I understand. Yes. They've been struggling a little bit recently because they're just, they're thin, like the depth that, you know, you, you lose Chris Paul or Chris Paul's a shell of himself. And then you lose Cam Johnson. And by the way, you have no Jay Crowder. Like those were three of your most important six or seven players last year. And the fact that they're still sitting here and they're still, they have the record they do and the net rating that they do, I think is a testament to everything that they built on their Monty Williams the last few years. I'm I'm not selling the Suns yet and I'm I'm not dropping the Cavs down because I think the Cavs are good. So I got by by default I have to drop the Pelicans down. So there we go. Fair. Um, <laughs>